are listening to Popcast with Garima. Hello and welcome back to this episode of Popcast with Garima. Well, this episode that I've curated just for you is called Pap ko jala kar rakh dunga. Pap. Pap being metaphoric to abstaining conversations around homophobia. still believing homosexuality is pop taunting people calling sleazy names making faces eyeing on them why cuz they just want to be themselves in this episode we will burn down all these shackles and barriers that my friends have gone through and to tell you to be kind and more accepting not just during the pride month you know Pride for me is not just a month, a day, a calendar invite for a rally or changing my DP to rainbow colors. Pride for me is a wave of love and happiness and freedom that everybody deserves. And now, let's slide into the conversation. Guys, he is the A in awesome and the S in sass. So excited to be talking to Sushant Devgikar aka the Queen of Queens Rani Kohinoor. There's strong language in this episode so listener discretion is advised. Hi Sushant, welcome to Popcast with Garima. Yay! I'm so happy Garima, we're finally doing this and uh, I'm so happy to uh, be in conversation with you. You're such an ally and you uh, and I you know I loved the conversations on fabulous fabulous content. How could I miss out? I I hate having FOMO. This homo hates having FOMO. So I'm always there whenever there's something cool when there whenever there's something you know that that i think i'm going to vibe with i'm always there so thank you for having me first of all thanks thank you so much for doing this sushant you are a diva a psychologist a pageant winner actor singer tv host reality tv star is there something that you cannot do i can't drive and i can't be unfaithful loyal af yes Yes honey I am but unfortunately the men around me are not uh, and <laughs> that's the misery of all of our lives you know I kind of attract good guys but then uh, somehow it doesn't sort of translate into a relationship but the ones that I'm in I'm like dating or uh, in a relationship with are all chupias <laughs> like I'm like a proper chupia magnet you know so the men really need to step it up uh, and and i think my radar has to be my gaydar has to be uh, refined and you know sort of oiled a little bit uh, so that it, it sort of tells the difference between someone who's an ass and who's not you know a really nice guy but i don't know yeah the nice guys sometimes just want to like have conversations just be friends or take me out for a movie and i'm just like ha to iske baad kya मूवी तो मैं मेरे माँ के साथ भी जा सकता हूँ नाटरस्टैंड दिलेशनशिपुर unless you put a <laughs> ring on it you know <laughs> that also made sense unless your finger beep 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 <laughs> oh my god uh, please edit this 
Okay, um, Sushant, this episode uh, that I'm, you know, recording with you, we're doing it, but I do not want it to be a sob story interview um, or, you know, you giving advices to the to the LGBT community. I'm never doing that. First of all, I'm never a sob queen. I'm not a, I'm not a subsidiary queen. And secondly, I'm not even one of those who will sit and give advices to people. It's your life. You live the way you want to, but don't interfere with other people's life. That's my whole funda. So yes. don't worry about that. Yes, and which is why today's conversation is going to be really unfiltered and, you know, uh, unbashed sort of. So um, tell me, everybody would ask you, uh, how was your journey? You know, you've had a beautiful journey, right? From coming out to becoming the queen, Rani Kohinoor. Tell me the highlights. Right. What have made you this energy ball and this, you know, love ball that you are? And wherever you go, you just spread so much positivity Tell me the highlights of your life that, you know, you think have made you what you are. You know, I would say that my, uh, the support from my parents really, really uh, gave me that confidence. Hmm. You know, if they weren't in my life, I don't think I would have been able to be this confident. I don't think I would have been able to be comfortable with this. Imagine all of this and one person has to embody this fabulosity and this confidence and this energy, imagine how I contain it. Yeah. So just imagine if I had to sustain all of this and push it down and repress it in the back of my head, I would have died. I would yeah. have died. You know, people don't believe me when I say I'm 29. Hmm. And they're like, no, because the thing is also, I don't blame them because they've been seeing me for so many years now. Uh, but yeah, and I have been a part of the entertainment industry since I was 16. Yeah. So this is my 14th year in the entertainment industry. My whole journey has been full of ups and downs and, uh, you know, good people, bad people. And uh, through it all, I think through the 14 years, one thing has remained constant and that is my parents' love for me yeah. as, a, as, as a child. And not as a gay child or a straight child, as a child. Yes. For me, and it's unwavered, unwavering love. And that is what I think every parent should give to their child. That just gave me so much confidence. I was like, my parents are okay with me being this and yeah. being this way. So who the fuck are you? Who are you to tell me anything? Okay, you can have an opinion, but do they make a difference to me? Fuck no. And I think the ultimate validation that all of us require is of our parents and, you know, the most closest ones rather than people on social media telling you 10,000 different things. I think the ultimate validation is, when you know your backbone and your support system is there to really support you. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? Like there, there are people who all the time want to pounce on someone, tell people how to behave. You're a boy. You should not wear makeup. You're a girl. You should not wear short hair. You should not work. You have to stop caging and putting people in boxes. I'm managing perfectly. Yeah. And that's what we're doing also in this season, uh, you know, of the podcast where we're getting all these people who are talking extremely in an unbashed fashion. And you have to, na. see, yeah. you know, because the thing is after a point, what happens na, Karima, is that you start feeling very caged. Yes. You have opinions, but you don't want to put those opinions forward because people will kahenge. Yeah, Lokya Kahing has destroyed more lives than love ever has. And honestly, I think those matter Let's talk about Rani a little. How was Rani born? Now I know, of course, the story because I've seen you like multiple times. I've seen <laughs> you multiple times. So I know the story, but right. for people listening, 
I want you to answer two questions. First, how was Rani born? And second, what's the biggest difference that you see when Rani was first dressed in her avatar and today when, you know, Rani will go out and perform after the lockdown ends, hopefully. Oh, Rani is performing. Rani is performing from home also for people. Rani doesn't stop, babe. Rani just doesn't stop, you know. Thing is that, you know, when first Rani was born, I'll tell you from the beginning. The first time I did drag was in 2015. 2015 and my drag debut was with, was a magical debut. It was a dream debut, you know. I got to debut with uh, four actors. All four of them are so handsome. I was opening the play. It was on stage. It was for Merchant of Venice, William Shakespeare's uh, Merchant of Venice and Vikram Kapadia's rendition of it. So Vikram Kapadia was the director. And I went in, you know, like this fabulous, I went for the first meeting and all that, you know, with a kaftan and, you know, with like jewelry and those big bangles and, you know, two earrings like that. And I had longer hair. And I went there and he was like, my God, who's this? And I was like, well, you wanted a queen. Here she is. <laughs> I went for my meeting only like that. So he was like, nothing doing. You, you have to do. There is no audition. You are doing this role. So I was like, Array, but do you not want a screen test or something? I've never done theater before this. So he said, I don't give a fuck. You are doing this role. And this is the whole sonnet. I had to sing the whole sonnet and perform it with all, all of them on stage. So I'll tell you the actors, Luke Kenny, Neil Bhupalam, Jim Saab and Rajiv Siddharth. Okay. All four, all absolutely attractive men and very nice guys. All of them are on stage for the opening scene. I'm Mm. going and flirting with uh, Luke Kenny. Then I'm going to Neil Bhupalam. Then I'm going to this one. And uh, they had not really come on TV or in the films. Okay. And when I saw them, I was like, my God, they're so good. Yeah, I felt very scared because I had never done theater, you know. Hmm. So that's the first time I did drag. Then what happened? I enjoyed it. I was like, wow, what a debut, man. You know, nowadays people don't get debuts like this. Yeah. But I, of course, Rani to ek hi hai na. there can be several queens, but Rani will always be only one. I always say this. So, uh, you and know, then that happened and stuff. And the best part was, I liked it so much. So wherever I was doing, like I was hosting a show or hosting a red carpet or even uh, film festivals and, uh, you know, all of those uh, shows and stuff like that, I started doing it in drag. Then one day, this there was this uh, now who is a friend of mine, but he was in the audience. His name is Ishan Sethi. Uh, he suggested my name to Keshav Suri, who is the owner of the Lalit Hotel, Lalit yes. uh, Group. Yeah. Then... Keshav called me from Delhi and he said, listen, I'm doing this show and I want you to come and perform. Do you do drag? So I said, mm, I mean, I have done drag, but I'm not a drag queen. Like I'm, I don't perform and all that in drag. I've done it only once or twice and on tour maybe. So he's like nothing doing. I want you to come in. So I went to Delhi. I went with my makeup artist and I said, listen, I'll, I said all my prayers and I said, listen, I hope this happens because that was the time where I had taken a break from TV. He, when I started singing in both my voices, so I remember I was singing uh, Rolling in the Deep, okay? So I was like, There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. The scars of your love remind me of us, they keep me thinking. When I switched the voices, he got like a stroke. He was like, Girl, where the fuck is that coming from? 
easy lip syncing. I was like, no, this is my voice. And uh, so he was so impressed. Then we sat, then he told me after that show, it was such a success. And we, I performed with Violet Chachki, who's one of the best drag queens in the world. And she was also the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race season seven. I was so happy with the response of the people, you know, half of Delhi had come to watch us, you know, hmm. and the who's who of Delhi. I had such a blast. Then Keshav called me and said, you have to do drag professionally now, so I'm not leaving you. So he, in fact, forced me to become Rani Kohinoor. He conceptualized the whole, uh, you know, idea of Rani. He gave me the name Rani Kohinoor because Kohinoor has got H-E in the name. Yeah. Ko-H-E Noor. Because she's a queen, but he's still a boy. You know, that whole gender play also in the name. So I really owe my uh, birth as Rani Kohinoor to Keshav. Majorly to Keshav, you know. That's how then, you know, Rani started becoming like the, the drag ambassador of... Then now I really am the cultural ambassador at so many events. I've really performed in uh, nearly all the countries, you know. Uh, from Stockholm to Poland to London to Bangladesh. I've gone everywhere, babe. I've gone everywhere to perform as Rani, which no other queen I think has done. But I wish and hope that more queens look at my journey and just know one thing, that I didn't have it easy. Nobody had it easy. But we are trying to make it a little easier for the ones who come after us. Of course, I mean, when I'm saying I'm not very old, but I'm saying that the <laughs> 90s kids had to struggle a little more than what the kids are struggling now. Yeah, true, true. We're breaking the barriers. Now we're breaking the glass ceilings. We're knocking them off. All this patriarchy, this toxic masculinity, toxic femininity. We are breaking all of those barriers down. Sushant, more power to you. Seriously, you know I love your work. And guys, if you're not following Sushant yet, go on his Instagram. Just check out on the internet. He's all over. And what a pure-hearted soul. Seriously. You know, even before podcast happened, I you know, I've texted you and I've like fan texted you. So it means a great deal. And now I want to talk to Rani, like it's a dream. So let's have Rani on the show now. Hi, Rani. Namaskar. Namaskar. This ah. is Rani Kohinoor. Sushant has left the building. You had some questions for me, Garima. I do. What is all this sass? What is all this sass that's dropping from your face? <laughs> Sushant just left building because he had his, uh, I can't even say booty call because <laughs> Sushant was thrown out of the building by Rani. See, well, Rani's in the house now. Rani's the OG queen. Okay, Rani, why don't you tell me if Rani ever goes to judge RuPaul's drag race, what's the first outfit or the first avatar that she will dress up in? Sorry, darling. Obviously, I have to represent. I will definitely wear a beautiful sari because is it too late now to say sari? Oh my god! Can I? Can I also cue? <laughs> can I also cue my like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Okay, what's one thing about you, Rani, that people would be surprised to know? That I'm actually a man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so gorgeous that I will... 
it would have been epic if i was sitting with my beautiful hair and my makeup and you know with my uh with my twins and i had to skip this you know because usually i what i do when i'm run <laughs> when i'm running is that my voice becomes a little namaskar you know very like sexy and then and then again i become like you know i give like a spurt of sushant so uh, it would have been funny but yeah that i'm actually a man Yeah. <laughs> okay. What does Rani have to say on open relationships? Um, I'm cool with open relationships, but I'm not cool with people opening the legs to anyone. Nah. So keep the legs relatively closed, and mm-hmm. the relationships can be open. That's that's very nice, actually. That's super Rani. Yeah. I mean, keep it classy. Keep it. You know. Uh, keep it. Make yeah, sure that venereal disease. Yeah, open relationship means it's not like an open door, like a sanchale that anybody comes and pees and goes, you know. So, uh, a little bit we need to be a little health conscious also. I don't don't allow, Baba. I don't allow people to even touch me. I don't know about all these open relationships, but I'm cool with open relationships. I don't have like, oh my God, what is open relationships? People want to do it; it's their it's their lookout. Well, I would not be comfortable with an open relationship. I don't think I can share my man. <laughs> True. All hail Queen Majesty Rani. Thank you. Um, so, Shant, this month there'll be no pride parade. There'll be no love on the streets. No rainbow colors going, uh, you know, flying in the air. Um, but I want Rani to sing something for whoever and wherever they're listening this podcast. Um, maybe a song that you know um, that that you like. What are you hooked on to? I am. Uh, I have a very mixed playlist, you know, Garima. I have a very, very mixed playlist. I listen to everything from Jawani Jaane Man, Haseen Dil Rubba, Mile Do Dil Jawa, Lisaar Ho Gaya. To To Dance Monkey by Tones and I, to Dua Lipa, to Whitney Houston, to Aretha Franklin, to Tina Turner, Michael Jackson. Uh, Neha Kakkar, you okay. know it's very vast, and uh, Usha Uttop. I love Indian, uh, Western, any music. I love uh, even French songs nowadays. French songs and it, Spanish song. My God, those singers. First of all, what they say only so sexy, <laughs> regardless of the song being nice. But what they, how they speak only unki bolit ni meeti hoti hai. So it's very sexy, you know. Like it's like Spanish people. I'm just like you know. Whenever when I've gone to Spain, I used to just like they used to speak in Spain and say. Well, I didn't understand what they were saying. I had to put my Google Translate on, but I used to just look at the because it was so hot when they spoke. You know, yeah. <laughs> so I listen to all sorts of music. I love all sorts of music in all languages. You want me to sing something? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so I would love to sing this one song uh, for you and for everybody. In fact, because uh, everybody is wondering what is going on. Last time when I checked the calendar, it was February. Now suddenly it is June. मैंने कहा ये क्या तीन महीने कहा गए यार सो इट्स लाइक आधा साल खत्म हो गया तो कैसी पहली जिंदगानी इज वॉट आई एम गोइंग टू सिंग इज वन ऑफ माई फेवरेट सॉन्ग संग बाई सुनिधि चौहान ओके चलो नहीं ये बातें ये बातें हैं पुरानी कैसी पहेली है ये कैसी पहेली जिंदगानी इसको किसने ये तो पानी ओ कैसी पहेली है ये कैसी पहेली जिंदगानी 
la 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 पल में हसाए और पल में रुलाए कहानी ओ हो हो कैसी पहेली है ये कैसी पहेली जिंदगी Oh my god oh my god listen i th- okay i'm sitting with this okay this is my hot water bag i'm sitting with this on my stomach right now because i was dying of my period cramp and this just so made sorry. my day <laughs> <laughs> oh how sweet how sweet is that thanks thank you so much so thank you thank you <laughs> I think Sushant you've given the perfect start to the podcast playlist. For those of you who are new to the podcast, Popcast Playlist is a custom curated playlist where I introduce you to new music or the songs that I'm jamming to. It's called the Popcast Playlist. Don't forget to like up. Come back after the playlist as I play Never Have I Ever with Sush and his hilarious catfishing anecdote. All right so number one song on the podcast playlist is a song that I absolutely love if you can't guess it in the voice how much I love it the song's called touch it's by Shura and you have to see the video it's only people kissing in slow motion also the song is the perfect anthem to our indecisive feelings for our exes and the longing to go back oh Stop, but the second song on the podcast playlist is called Guncha by Mohit Chauhan it's from the movie Main Meri Patni aur wo guys this song is utter nostalgia and what a beautiful romantic song FII Guncha means a flower bud Mohit Chauhan mwah kudos Guncha koi mere naam kar diya कोई मेरे नाम कर दिया सा जाम भर दिया सा फिर से मेरा जाम भर दिया कोई 
right let's pump up the music back number 3 song uh, is called moana poto by shigi uh, this is a song that i very very recently discovered because we have these house parties here and the french people want to listen to french music so this is actually a french music but guys like a storm of beats and it'll just you know either make you go on a long drive and speed your car don't do that or it is just you know like you know you you're not sure where the beat will actually take you it's super exhilarating you guys fourth song on the podcast playlist is called jind mahi no not the dilji the sanjwan but this one's by shubham j an artist that i recently discovered i don't really know how i stumbled upon him but brilliant i'm so glad i did i also read a lot of youtube comments where they said that you know this is uh from the scout pubg now i have never played pubg but if you recognize this song give him a shout out shubham j meri jind mahi meri tu hi hai na सुपने ते गला विच तू ही है ना अधी काली रातो में भी तू ही रहना तू ही रहना जिन्दुआ ही है मेरी जिंदुआई मेरी तू ही है ना सुपने ते गला विच तू ही है ना अधी काली रातो में भी तू ही रहना तू ही रहना जिन्दुआ ही है कोई ना यो मिलना मेरे जैसा कोई ना अदाना करीबा And time now for the last song. This one's called "Just One Dance" by Plum. I love this song simply because of one reason: because I love saxophone. So it has this very playful saxophone chunk in the middle of the song, and overall, I think it's a great vibe. So check it out. Okay, so Shan, this brings us to the end of our conversation. Um, but I won't let you go before we play "Never Have I Ever." So I have these quick five questions for you. Or Gita pe hath rakke such such jawab. Ek kam karo Buddha pe hath rakke such such jawab. <laughs> I know where we should touch. People should not get offended. Baba, his legs are be touching his feet. I'm touching his feet. Yeah. Haan. Okay. Rajdhiya, chalo. Okay. First question. Never have I ever pretended to be straight while talking to a hot girl for attention. Never. <laughs> Why should I do that? Like whenever I enter a room, anyway, people look at me. So. Uh... Never have I ever kissed my best friend. <laughs> I have. Guilty as charged. I have like like yes, I have actually um, kissed one of my best friends when we were drunk. Ah, not bad. But we we did it because we were drunk. We were not because we we had any sexual feelings or anything. But we just 
I kiss a lot of my friends. Yeah, it just it, <laughs> I think kissing is very overrated. Of course, if you're putting your tongue in their throat and all that, then it's like next level. Yeah, but like kissing and. On the lips and all is not a big deal. Yeah, we made I, it a big I, deal. It's not. I a feel big you. Deal. I feel you. I've done. I mean, yeah. guilty too. So yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah. never have I ever lied about my age. I've never lied about my age. I'm 29 now, and next month I'll be 30. Like you know, I'm my last month of being 20 in my 20s. Perfect. Raw. Uh, never have I ever been catfished. No, I haven't been catfished. Uh, no, I have been catfished. I have been catfished. By this man who used um, uh, another person's picture and a young guy's picture. And I was about 20. This is about 10 years back. Okay. And I went to meet him and he was some uncle. So I'm looking for this guy. And, you know, I've gotten into subway and I'm, you know, like expecting a foot long. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Of course. So, and, I, and I'm like looking for this handsome guy. And... And this one uncle is smiling at me. So I thought maybe he watches my show or something on TV. I was a VJ that time. So I smiled back at him with that, you know, how you smile at a fan or something like, thank you, you know, like this. And then I'm like, this can't be. It can't be. So I called up one of my friends. I was like, can you please come and pick me up because I'm in Varsova. Babe, he just stood up and came to talk to me. And I'm like, I, I thought as much. I was, I was suspicious. But please fuck off. Please don't come anywhere close to me. You have given me very pedophile vibes. But he was in his late 40s that time. And how old and I was you? 20. So that is nearly three. De- I was just about 20. Ah. Now I didn't create a scene because I was on TV and I was very young. So I didn't want to create a scene and then be in the papers for all this rubbish. Just imagine, I was like, uncle, God, what's up? See, now if I have to go on a date with a man who's 45, I don't mind because I'm 13. Yeah. So for me, now it's okay. But when I'm 19, to go out with someone who's 50 is just like, that's too funny. You know, that was my catfish episode. Okay, is last... that what a catfishing is? It is what a catfish it is. It is. Right? Yes, yes. That's what catfishing yeah. is. Um, last question. Yeah. Never have I ever used a sex toy. Of course, I have used a sex toy. Whichever country you go to in Europe, I buy or pick up a sex toy. Why not? Because the men are not pleasuring you. So rather the uh, sex toys do the job, you know. That's what we're doing, you know. We're actually giving away sex toys in one of our episodes. So many. Please give me. I want, I have a collection. I have (laughs) and I'm I'm really telling you. The last time I went to Stockholm, I got some cock home. I keep saying. When I went to Stockholm, I got a cock home. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Very few men know the art. Very few men know the art of lovemaking. As mm. they call it. But so, yes, we're doing a, we're doing a clitoris uh, stimulator giveaway and it's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited for it already. Jealous. <laughs> so this was so much fun, Sushant. Uh, slash Rani, the queen of the queens. Thank you for doing this and I hope you had fun. I had a blast, Garma. It was so lovely talking about such pertinent issues that, you know, a lot of people who interview me don't talk about. So I was very happy talking about it. Thank you for doing this and I had a blast. Thank you. Hey, if you're still listening and can't get enough of Rani, go check out Pop Shots where I ask Sushant his stands on the hurtful comments made during the TikTok versus YouTube fiasco and why Carrie Minati is not a bad guy. See you soon, my loves. Bye.